Hello and welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast, brought to you by Local Forever Production. Now here are your hosts, Nick and Bill. When you say alright, it makes me feel alright. Our mojo. Our mojo. I'm, yeah, you do. You sound sick. Uh, Nick, hello. Welcome to the Pillow Talk Podcast. Welcome. Uh, rolling, rolling strong week into this cold. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no end in sight, people. <laughs> these are the jokes. What's, what's the... The it's cold. I can't. Oh, I can't remember what it was. It was a show where they. It's cold. I don't remember. Never mind. Uh, I remember. Are you afraid of the dark? With a little kid, and he go, "I'm cold." And he was outside, and it was a ghost, and I was really scared. And now I'm really worried right now that we're talking about it. It was. Um. It was. Um. Groundhog Day, when oh. Bill Murray's like, the forecast is cold. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember exactly what he said, but that's what my brain went to. <laughs> awesome. Yep. Uh, happy episode uh, 42, everyone. 42. Isn't that crazy? We are Jackie Robinson. I was going to say, yeah. Which black guy was that? My Ouch. <laughs> that was Nick speaking. <laughs> it's okay. This Half is Bill. <laughs> They're not. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Oh well, they're, whatever they're, then. They're Me- they're Mexican and black. Mexican black. Black and tan. Oh, cripes. Or as my wife calls them, the half and halves. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt your wife calls them the half and halves, Nick. Yeah, yeah, she really does. She calls them. The <laughs> I like your wife more and more every day. Yeah, it's real fun. Nick, we got a lot to cover this week. Yes, we do. Um, we promised the folks last week we talk about Hello from the Magic Tavern. Yes. Uh, I wanted to talk about um, Stephen King's The Dark Tower. What? Ooh, nice. I'm glad that you have a structure for this because I, you know, I, just... I get a lot of time and effort. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I wanted to touch on something that Robert Kirkman said uh, last week at a Sweet. at a Comic Con, and um, express my um, dismay at the uh, week now old uh, mid season finale of Fear the Walking Dead. Okay, I want to talk about, now that we're talking about Kirkman, I want yeah. to talk about um, one thing, too, later okay, on, well, about something that the pe- producers of The Walking Dead, which I assume would include Kirkman, um, are doing with a cool podcast that I listen to. Excellent. Yeah. Um, let's start with Hello from the Magic Tavern, since that's what we teased uh, last week and we left people waiting. <laughs> Good old Hello from the Magic Tavern. Okay, so Nick, this is a podcast that I only listened to because you talked about it a few Oh my gosh, it was a while ago on this podcast. And I don't the, even remember where I found out about it. I want it was to the it was Live Canada. from Davison Road podcast, episode number 37, in case anybody would like to go listen to that. I think I, I really think it was from Tannis. Okay. That, that, I, that I found it out. Um, why, don't you, why don't you tell the fine people what uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is about? Because, <laughs> because <laughs> I don't know, because it's just so great. I've so, literally I've listened to ten episodes in like three days. It's amazing, and they're short, so you can eat them up. Oh yeah, 
it's okay. So, so hello from the Magic Taverns about a guy named Arnie. Arnie. Uh, uh, Arnie, and he uh, he was from uh, Chicago. At, uh, what? What? He's from Chicago. Yes, he's yeah, he's from Chicago, which is awesome because I figured you'd like that. Yeah, I do. Uh, and he was uh, why he fell through a portal behind a burger a Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> he fell through a portal behind a Burger King, and he had his podcasting equipment with him, mm-hmm. and he he went into this magical realm of food, and uh, <laughs> and he. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's tavern. absurd. There's a tavern called. Um, the Vermilion Minotaur. Yeah, the Vermilion Minotaur. Yeah. And so he does a podcast, a weekly podcast from there. Because uh, he's getting a slight Wi-Fi signal through the portal. <laughs> yeah, he's still getting a slight Wi-Fi. Not enough, not enough to get past <laughs> the Burger King's firewall. <laughs> but <laughs> to email his, because he has a wife and ki- a newborn kid. <laughs> yep. yep. Not, not enough to get a hold of them. But enough to he put this podcast up. He can't use his regular email. Yeah, he uses uh, uh, <laughs> what is it? Information magic, at puppies.supplies. No, it's, ma- it's magic tavern at puppies.supplies. <laughs> Which he assures us is a real email address. It, it, yes, yes. Uh, have you gotten to the part where Chunt gets a uh, email address? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ch- Chunt at Gmail. <laughs> With six T's. Six T's. <laughs> <laughs> he got a Gmail address somehow, and uh, which is a real using Arnie's address. computer. Yeah, yeah, um, and it has Chunt, who's a shapeshifter. Yeah, it has Chunt, the shapeshifter, who we talked about last week. And Chunt's up with that. Oh my gosh! Okay, Nick, can I just tell you something? Yeah, I love. Usador, Wizard of the Twelve Throne, Knight of the Ephesius, uh, something something of Hubastank. <laughs> I just went to the other Hubastank. Hubastank. Like, no, I didn't say Hubastank. It's Hubastangies. <laughs> it's so. I wish I could pull up his intro. It's it's so great, and it's so like it's so funny. Like just the things that he does. That's that's one like my favorite character. Is him because like the things that he does, he'll just randomly like wander around and just yell things in the background. <laughs> and, like he's just loud and annoying, and he's always trying okay. to get people to go on his quest. <laughs> you you want to hear Usador? Yes, I do. Right, here's Usador. Here in the tavern, the Vermilion Minotaur, and this week I'm joined by a couple of guests. Uh, would you guys mind introducing yourselves? Hey, this is Chunt. Hello, <laughs> I'm Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, grand master of light and shadow, persuader of magical delights, devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin and Hung Stangus. And I'm also known throughout the realm as Gasmundius Star. What was that name again? I am Usador, wizard of the twelfth realm of Ephesius, grandmaster of light and shadow. I'm, you know, I've been debating persuader or manipulator of magical delights. Tell me what you think about that. Devourer of chaos, champion of the great halls of Tarakas. The elves know me as Fiang Yalak. The dwarves know me as Zonin Hungstangus. And I am also known throughout the realm as Gasmwindus, main star. And I'm Chunt. <laughs> so, uh, Usador, I hear you've got a really... <laughs> and, and he does not shorten that at any time, people. That's every no. single time. No, and then he actually he actually elongates. It's like, and there are other names I might be known as. And then he goes into yeah. his words that are trances. <laughs> and he 
just, he just kind of mumbles and says, like like turkeys. It's exactly right. Uh, okay, so so Artie, Chunt, and Usador, Wizard of the Twelfth Round, blah, 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 they, um, they host the podcast. And so, Nick, tell the fine people what it's about. Uh, so it's basically just about uh, the interesting people that come into the tavern. Okay, can can I tell you the, the this okay? So Nick, uh, this podcast has actually had me laugh out loud in my car by myself. Yeah, now, that doesn't happen. You don't normally when you're listening to something funny in your car laugh because it's just you. You know, it's it's weird sometimes when yeah. The episode with Pimbly Nimblebottom. Oh God, the imp. <laughs> Who poops coins and rubies <laughs> in pots <laughs> and in Arnie's mouth? <laughs> Sometimes he'll poop human hearts, which have healing properties, and that's the part where I laugh because it was I'm like it's Zelda because <laughs> they were talking about smashing clay pots with swords. Yeah, it's this little thing that you don't think about. <laughs> Like the one with the prince. Where oh yeah, episode two was all was all prince references. Yeah, <laughs> the purple rain will never. End. <laughs> <laughs> and then what did he say? He's, he's like, I'm an artist, and and I'm the artist formerly known as Prince because he didn't <laughs> want to be Prince anymore. <laughs> uh, they're like they're like to protect your identity, you need to go by a symbol. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Something elvish. And the guy was like, and then the Arnie guy's like, I feel, I feel like you're doing this all on purpose. Do you guys know what Prince is? Do you understand? And then he talked about bleed through between our world and theirs and Foon. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, you guys have this has to be that you're joking, right? <laughs> it's so funny. It's, <clears throat> it's, um, it, it's, it's a really, really great podcast. And the thing I think I like the most, Nick, is that I mean, these are all people. This is all improv. Oh yeah, I mean they it's might amazing. have a slight little outline of stuff they want to do, but it's all improv. And so then you get when they were doing this pimbly nimble bottom one, yep. Arnie was cracking up at one point because you know when you get yeah. a bunch of comics in a room, the whole goal is to make each other laugh. Oh, and yeah. here they're recording it for you, which is just great. And believe it, believe that I've tried. I tried at work to go onto the Chicago Podcast Collective just to see if you know maybe like a outplay like misplaced Chicagoan uh, who had a podcast could maybe get in there. Uh, oh. Yeah, but I didn't get on that website because apparently it was blocked. You know, oh, who the fuck it? Yeah, fun stuff's blocked. Fun fact: Cigars International also blocked. It's <sighs> too bad. I know. I was going to order some cigars, and I didn't want to do it on my phone. Our, our new building, we don't have real great internet yet, so websites are blocked just because they time out. I heard that, allegedly, that <laughs> you guys' internet's not the best. I yeah. was, uh, Nick, to put it in perspective for you, um, there was a website I was trying to go to that required a small, um, a small update to the little software to make it work, right? They had mm-hmm. just a tiny little update they had to put in the computer, right? It was a 42-megabyte update. Okay. I've been trying now. Forty-two megabyte update. Forty-two megabytes. Uh, what? Depending on your your the uh, photo quality of your phone, fifteen pictures on your phone. It's not a whole lot. Fifteen to twenty pictures on your phone. Mm-hmm. I've been trying for three days to get this download up. This update downloaded and can't because it keeps timing out. Are you kidding me? No. 
Can you load the no? Because it's for the website. Yeah, I've tried. To, I computer. thought if I could load it at home mm-hmm. <laughs> or just you know, on my phone. I even yeah. asked the IT guy. I said, "Can I download it to my phone and just like Apple Pay tap it onto my computer?" And he's like, "You're just messing with me, aren't you?" And I said, "Yes. You need <laughs> to make it so I can download 42 megabytes of something onto my computer." Do they let you use USB drives at this work? No, I asked. That's okay. So that's still a thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is fantastic. That's uh, so great. If you aren't listening, you should. Please listen. And you're kind of an idiot for not. It's how many episodes do they have? Uh, Sixty some odd. Yeah, yeah. It was Sixty. Sixty-three just came out on Sunday. Yeah, and I'm on eleven. Flower. Oh yeah, that flower was freaking great. Yeah, it was really really funny. It was a little flower who. <laughs> There's this little potted flower, and our host Arnie. We're not seeing eye to eye at all. I believe like it one times. <laughs> the, they res- they resulted with Arnie throwing the flower off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> After they name called for a while, <laughs> he's also the the flower. Flower is also the the uh, ball for their local team. Um, what's their What's their sports team? Oh, um, the Hogs Mead something, something or other for the uh, or is Hogs Face. The FML, the, the the Food Magic League, or a food food mittens league. That's what the it is. mittens. Yeah, the food mittens league with the the field. You get one point, one point for carrying the flower like a thousand feet, and then you got three hundred points for catching a bird. <laughs> And the or something can ridiculous. Birds whenever they want. Yeah, the they, can, they can release birds. Larry Birdman was the uh, the commissioner, and as we found out in a later episode, a convicted murderer. <laughs> oh yeah, he murdered multiple, a lot of people. Man, multiple people. <laughs> multiple. Yeah, they knew about it. <laughs> because again, these are improv comics who are just inventing on a podcast. Oh, so great. Uh, yeah, really, really good stuff. Yeah, if you haven't great. been watching that. Oh, so good. Or listening to that. Whatever it is. Yeah. So good. Um, I, um, I've i been listening, and I, don't, I think I told you this, I've been listening to a podcast called Lore. Yes. Which is just like, I feel like my nose is running. Uh, I feel like it's a little, like, but it's like little paranormal things. And like the way the guy tells the story, he'll tell like eight stories in like 40 minutes. <laughs> really cool. Really cool. And really captivating. Um, apparently, he... And the producers of The Walking Dead are turning his podcast into a TV show. Nice. So it's going to be like an hour long or 30 minutes or however long of this little like historical mythological stuff like, you know, vampires. Unsolved mysteries. Kind of. Yeah. Um, Seems pretty cool. Robert Stack's still alive? I don't think so. Damn it. He might be working on the Untouchables too. Can't touch that <laughs> with MC Hammer. <laughs> so speaking of Robert Kirkman, ah, the Kirk. Uh, Robert Kirkman was at Hawaii, or I'm sorry, if you're Buzz Lightly, you're Hawaii Comic Con. <laughs> We're going to Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii, and someone asked him um, 
who would die on The Walking Dead. A young fan, responding to a question from a young fan on the, about The Walking Dead. And so here, here's what Robert Kirkman said, who was still going to die. How young? I don't know. Young enough to be at Comic-Con and to know what The Walking Dead is. Okay. Uh, Rick, Carl, Michonne, Daryl Dixon, uh, Abraham, and Rosita and Jesus. <laughs> So there you go, Rick, Carl, and Michonne, Daryl, Abraham, Rosita, and Jesus all going to die in The Walking Dead. Yes, they are all going to be dead. Um, Which is actually, if you think about it, though, uh, we all die eventually. Uh, Very true. It's almost like kind of though goes in. Nick, you and I have said for a long time though that we think that The Walking Dead comic, at least, will eventually become a story that Carl is telling. It has to be. It's a, it's Carl's story about what he lived through, and so we're assuming it's you know even if Rick just dies of natural causes of old age or whatever, you know this is a story. I think you even threw out a story Carl's telling his grandkids or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, and it could even be that he's the new leader of the new world or whatever, mm-hmm. and he's telling the people, you know, look, this is how it was. This is how we got to where we are. That's we exactly don't. Right. Let's not forget that. So. God, I love The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, other shows that I don't love as much. Have you watched Fear the Walking Dead? I haven't. I think at this point I'm just going to second season, just binge the whole thing. Yeah, sure you will. So we need to catch up on season four of The Walking Dead. Look, I'm playing hockey on my lunches now. <laughs> <laughs> Hard. It's it's fine. It's okay. Well, and I can't watch it at night because I get scared. <laughs> well, let me tell you, there's nothing scary about this season of Fear the Walking Dead because the show has been a solid... Really? So they just had their mid-season finale last weekend, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I've been a defender of the show for a while. Yeah. But you can't do it anymore. But to say that I really could be fine with being done with it at this point. Really? Yeah. Um, the, the way I, f- so I don't want to give, okay, you know what? Hold on, Nick, just, we're going to just sound the spoiler alert sounder. Okay, so there's the spoiler alert sounder. Yes. Because um, we're going to talk about Fear the Walking Dead. So, Nick, on last week's Fear the Walking Dead, um, the the people found themselves in this weird, stupid little... <laughs> you can see how done I am with the show, right? Yeah, 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 this yeah. weird, stupid little compound in uh, Mexico. And um, mm-hmm. Daniel, the, um, the Mexican the guy? No, the, oh, it's oh, the, the kid. No, oh, it's the, Nick. Uh, the big nose McGee. Big nose what? The big nose McGee, Daniel. He's the kid with the big nose, got the long hair, wanted to make out with his stepsister. Oh god, no, that's Chris, and he's a little bitch too. Um okay, wait, who's the Mexican guy? Daniel, the older Mexican guy, the uh Ruben Oh the oh the Ruben Blades. The, yeah, the guy that ripped the flesh off that guy's arm. I'm sure it's Blades. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay, the guy that ripped the flesh off the arm. Got it. Ruben. Yeah. In my opinion, the only truly likable character in the show. 
I gathered that from the one season I watched. You, you know, it's like the dad uh, I could do without him. The lady the from the lady from Deadwood, she's okay. Nick's kind of had a cool little arc. Um, Alicia's dr- kind of stupid. Druggie? The druggies had a cool little arc this season. Okay. But again, Daniel's really the only guy who I care about at all in the show. And okay. uh, this, the half season left us with him um, lighting this room, um, throwing a bunch of gas in it, lighting it on fire, and then just standing there as the flames consume the room. What? Yeah. He killed himself? Maybe. Maybe killed himself. Um, what they have confirmed is that he's not going to be in the rest of season two. The showrunner is like, we hope we can get him back in season three in an organic way because they didn't actually show him dead. But by saying that he's not going to be in the rest of season two, yeah, I could really give a shit. Yeah. Because Ugh. it just, it, it's, it, season two has been a real kind of a downer, in my opinion. Uh-huh. It just hasn't been very good. Um, and then they've just, Killed off potentially. They just glend uh, the only likable character. Well, because yeah. they had that Izzier, isn't he? And yeah, yeah. whatever. I uh, that's uh, what I was gonna say. Yeah, it was Ala Glenn. Look, I'm gonna watch the show, but I was talking with um, probably not a listener, but um, a a former coworker of mine, where I really feel like we're stuck on Herschel's farm again. Where just nothing is happening. Mm. They're on a boat, and they go to this place. And it was like, the first episode was crap. And there was a second episode that was actually pretty good. And the third episode was okay. And then they had an episode that was okay, too. And then they had an episode that was fine. And then they had this thing that's just characters acting. Like, all of a sudden, Daniel starts hearing his dead wife talking to him. Just, you know, out of the blue. You know, just just starts hearing her. Because he needs to kill himself. And so he has to go crazy. And so the way... It's just they were very lazy, in my opinion, in the writing, so, and it was making so they're me crazy. Popping out. I really yes. It's who was I talking to about lazy writing? Oh, we were a buddy of mine, uh, Clay B, and uh-huh. I were talking about um, New Girl. Ah, uh-huh. you watch New Girl? I uh, haven't watched it in a long time, but I'm aware of what it is, and I did really like it when I watched it. Well, they did on their season finale, and we don't have any spoilers now, but their season finale, they had a couple characters do, they had just very formulaic, the couple people did really formulaic sitcom things, and then there was another character who did something, he was stuck on an airplane for like five hours, and then the big reveal was that the plane hadn't even left the gate yet. Ah. And it's like, okay, but guys, because they wanted wanted this character not to be able to, it was Schmidt. Okay. And um, and he was trying to fly somewhere to go get somebody, and they had you know the big reveal was okay the f- plane's finally moving and you think oh great he's on his way back because so he's not going to miss this thing, and then they reveal oh wait he actually hasn't left the terminal yet and it's like okay look I get that you need to keep Schmidt away from this for the for your little story arc to work, uh-huh. but they wouldn't keep somebody on a plane for six hours without leaving the gate they would just unload the people. Mm-hmm. You know, have that's to be just away lazy. To... Yeah, it's just lazy writing. Sure. You know, make fly to where he's going and have him having issues getting back. That's fine. Uh, anyway, it was, was he just, going to see uh, what's her name, Chesty McGee? Uh, her mom. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just. It's like really. 
it, just, it was just lazy writing. And I feel like this making Daniel see his or listen hear his dead wife was just pulling her Rick Grimes and it's just lazy well, writing. Lazy writing. I don't know if it's the showrunner's fault or the writer's fault or that Kirkman just needs to have more to do with the show, but they need to figure out what's going on because this guy is getting ready to give two shits about the show. Yeah, but whatever. And it's something they tried, right? I mean, but, but look, I mean, you and I, we read the comics. We're into watch, anything that they do. I watch The Walking Dead religiously. I watch it on Sunday nights, 20 minutes after it starts, so that I'm done with it at the time it's over. If I don't care about your spinoff, your spinoff's not good. Very true. Is it a walker behind you? I think it's a moth. A moth? Yes, moth or You're going to shut that door now, aren't you? Yeah, it doesn't eat me. I'm going to go blow my nose real quick. All right. And then after that, I'm going to buy it dinner. (laughs) 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 All right, so Nick is uh, walking away, and he has disappeared from the screen. So here we are, uh, just you and me, and... I really don't have a whole lot to say. Uh, just that uh, that I would like for everyone uh, who's listening to uh, to always remember the best advice that I ever received was from a young man um, named Ponyboy. And, um, the- <laughs> and Ponyboy would uh, would want all of you to stay gold. So uh, so so stay gold, oh. people. Stay that gold. Bugging me. That was a good, uh, good blow in the nose, by the way, Nick. Yeah, yeah it was quick. It was quick. It I know was how to loud. Do it. Yeah, I know how. I know how it likes it. <laughs> bam, bam, done and done. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. <laughs> I nope. 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 You got nothing. Nothing at all. So, Nick, yeah. the other thing I wanted to mention. Um, was about a tweet that Stephen King had uh, a couple weeks ago at this point um, about a um, clue about the Dark Tower. Yeah. So, I don't. Did you see this tweet at all? I did. Um, and you, I saw that you not only it was it wasn't on the Facebook page, but it was also on your Facebook page. Yes. And I know that you are a huge fan of this book series. Yes. Um, and I sadly haven't gotten into it just because I. One, I didn't know what to think. <laughs> and because the prospect of reading 3,500 pages is a little scary to you. It's a little daunting. My brother has tackled them, so I figure if that big-headed moron can do it, I can do it. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. He's actually very bright. <laughs> <laughs> but he does have a big head. He does have, a, again, spherical yet quite pointy in parts. So we have to get him a special pillow. He's <laughs> <laughs> one of those yeah. uh, foam pillows. Yeah, again, um, from... Uh, how, so I married an axe murderer. <laughs> uh, great, great movie. Have you ever seen that? No, oh, with Mike so Myers. An axe mur- with Mike Myers, he marries Kim Basinger. He's an axe murderer. It's got uh, he. Oh, nuts! We're losing you. Oh wait, what? You're back. I call it the Eddie Murphy part. The characters. Okay, uh, the Eddie Murphy part where he plays all the characters. It's got oh, okay. the, the mom and dad are singing. Uh, Saturday night on the jukebox. S A T U R T A. Yeah, it's great. Anyway, continue with the Dark Tower. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like you still hear me. Yes, I can hear you, but your video and your audio not matched up at the moment. 
Ooh. Oh, now we're back. Okay. Okay. So okay. the uh, the tweet that, <laughs> the tweet that Stephen King sent out was. Jeez, what am I gonna do with you? I don't know. <laughs> um, was was a horn of some sort, and it said "last time around." Okay. Yes. Okay. So the reason that Wait, this is important. What's happening with what? Are you still there? I'm here. I haven't gone anywhere. I've I been here the whole time. My internet might drop. Yes, it might. I don't know. Okay, We've already lost you once tonight. And yes. oh, there, okay. So, long story short, Nick, the Dark Tower is about uh, Roland, who's a gunslinger, mm-hmm. right? And his quest for the Dark Tower, mm-hmm. um, and that condenses like eight books of stuff. Um, and um, uh, I'm trying to think of the best non-spoilerly way to talk about this. You can. So he kind of gets a mulligan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, because it, so we're led to believe this is the Horn of Eld. Okay. Mm-hmm. And at um, at one point in the book that we've read, he loses the Horn of Eld. Mm-hmm. Okay, and um, so he kind of Roland gets a mulligan. He's kind of forced to redo his quest for the Dark Tower at the end of the series, which um, is both really annoying and um, beautifully poetic at the same time. Sure. Um, I'm actually getting goosebumps talking about this because I love this book series so much. Um, but at the end of the book, he looks down and he has the horn. Ah. And then so we're left thinking, okay, well, maybe maybe this time he'll actually be able to finish his quest because he has the horn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and then the book ends. Mm-hmm. Hope within geekdom is that this movie that has cast a black man, Idris Elba, in the role of a white gunslinger. Yes. Which, whatever. Um isn't really a movie of the books, but it's a continuation of the books. That'd be awesome. I would be so. I've I've been cautiously optimistic about this movie for years. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's what they're doing here, and they're basically saying, "Okay, look, the story that you read, mm-hmm. the story that you love, we're not going to mess it up. What we're going to do is we're going to show you what happens next in movie form." I would be 100% totally on board with that. Which would actually be a smart way to do that. If you think about it. Because, well, when you take anything like this, unless you're making Harry Potter and you're doing faithful remakes of the books, you're going to tick everybody off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look at it this way. So you're making a movie and you're spending an, an exorbitant amount of money on these movies. The last thing you want is to tick off the fan base that you're actually trying to appeal to. Mm-hmm. And which is what all these people do, you know, like um, like Ghostbusters and <laughs> lots of other movies. Um, Ghostbusters just comes to mind. Just 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 uh, at the top of my tongue. But if you make it and you say, okay, look, you know, we're not going to touch any of what you've read. That's all canon. Mm-hmm. But what we're going to do is we're going to show you the what next happens step. next. That would be the, a brilliant way to do it. Uh, and and it would be a way that I would 100% support. So what you're saying, <clears throat> what you're saying is if this Ghostbusters movie, uh, 
<laughs> turns, into, <laughs> turns into an alternate reality where the other Ghostbusters are still around. Um, but no, just, in this okay. reality, they're women. You'd be okay with it. Okay, no. Um, because that's not what's going on here. This is a remake, and they're pretending Allegedly. the first ones didn't happen. Allegedly. Did you see the toys? Yes, I did. The Melissa McCarthy figure, you only get half the figure. <laughs> it's very skinny. No, I'm a fat guy, so I can talk about people being fat. Exactly. Uh, uh, but hear me out. Suck. What yeah, if yeah. at the end of this movie, when they're trying to... <laughs> they're building this thing that... Suck! Amp- <laughs> amplifies uh, ghost suck. activity. It opens up a portal, and you see... The actual Ghostbusters on the other side. <laughs> no. Just a Not going to happen. Uh, no. Just Winston there washing the, the Echo Paul one. Feige. Or Feig. I think it's Feig. Not that smart. He, 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 could, he dresses too dapper he to could be, be smart like that about nerds. Eh, he might be. No, the movie's going to suck. It's okay. <laughs> Did you know that's the most disliked video on YouTube ever? I do. Yeah. I do. And I'm going to go give it a thumbs up right now. You go for it. And I'll go give it a thumbs down. It'll be even more disliked now than it was before. (laughs) I'm perfectly fine with this movie. I just like that you... (laughs) That I'm so anti this movie. Yeah. It's like my favorite thing. Ugh. Uh, Anyway, I'm really... I am actually excited for this Dark Tower movie. Oh, yeah. Because you speak so highly of it. The books are great. Um, and I'm hopeful about the movie. They've already started filming it. I think Matthew McConaughey. See, because here is the other thing with this movie is that mm-hmm. they'd made casting decisions that that people who follow along with this kind of stuff were like, okay, well, who's so-and-so going to be? Because that character doesn't come around until book three. And who is this person really going to play that person? Because that person doesn't even really exist. And who's this person going to be? Because that doesn't make sense. And, and then it was, well, the first book is really only like these three characters. And then they're like, well, so-and-so and so-and-so are going to be in it. And then it's like, well, are we picking up in book three? And we're just going to forget about books one and two. You eliminate all of those problems when you say look this is the next go around because you you don't have any of that continuity you have to yeah, mess you with because you can it. change yeah. the story yeah and you can do whatever you want you can you can, it's going to happen differently because it's the next time around mm-hmm. because in the books you're left you're basically told this story has repeated itself before mm-hmm. and what you've been reading is one incarnation of the story but it's happened before, and it's going to happen again because he didn't do it the right way. It's kind of sure, um, like the end of Quantum Leap, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. But and each leap, we hope, brings him one more leap closer to home. Yeah. Did, did you Did you ever watch Quantum Leap? Yeah. Was did you Scott watch the end, the end? The stupid last episode where it's a Doctor Samuel Beckett never returned home. I never stupid. saw that. Stupid. Stupid. So, theoretically, he could be still leaping. Well, he is still leaping because he was doing good and and he chose to, you know, he was leaping because he chose to leap. Um, he discovered all this in a, in a bar in a stupid finale. Uh, <laughs> it's like the season finale to Elf. Or the series finale to Elf. Uh, yes. Dr. Warner. 
Ugh. Yeah, so basically they had no idea how to end it, and so they didn't end it. Um, yeah, I think we can basically decide that all finales are stupid. Pretty much. Like Seinfeld? Yes, Seinfeld. There was a second <laughs> spitter. If you notice, his head went back <laughs> and to the left. <laughs> Keith Hernandez. <laughs> That's what we're going to call this episode, Keith Hernandez. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. Community's ending was awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there hasn't been a good... I'm trying to think of a good one. Who was I talking? I was talking to somebody about this recently. I was talking about me- the show Medium's season or series finale which was god awful and ghost whisper mash was okay what about after mash (laughs) (laughs) uh we're gonna forget that ever happened as well as trapper john md okay uh Uh, but the mash finale was okay mayberry rfd was awful (laughs) yeah (laughs) the andy griffith show finale i don't remember you know what let's do this we will on our next podcast okay. talk about TV show finales, and we'll try to find one that was good. I like it. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Um, oh, um, in uh, in other news, since we didn't get to go to Comic Con. Oh yeah. Because they never answered our request for a press pass. Uh, my kids were watching. Yeah, well, whatever. It's mostly on them. Uh, my kids were watching the nineteen ninety four. Four movie, The Little Rascals. Oh, yeah. And at one point, they were in a go-kart race, and The Little yeah. Rascal Kid said, Atomic batteries to power, turbines to speed. <laughs> and as soon as he said, Atomic batteries to power, I, I, I looked at the TV, and I said, Turbines to speed, and then the kid did it. And my ah. kids looked at me like, You've seen this movie before, Dad? And I was like, No, it's from Batman. <laughs> it is a great movie. Uh, yeah, we watched about half of it tonight. It was it was whatever, and then we watched the 2014 Little Rascals, Too rascally little. again or whatever. I don't remember what it was called, but you you ready to feel old, Bill? Oh God, yes. <clears throat> Saw that movie in theaters when I was a little kid. Oh, I took a trip to took a Disney backlot tour when really? they announced that it was coming out, and they had a big reveal of the poster and stuff. Nice. That was Disney yeah. or Universal? Uh, I believe it was Disney. I think it was a Disney movie, wasn't it? I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. Whatever which, whatever one it was. I swear it was, I think it was a Disney movie. It might have been a Universal. Might have been. But, I don't know. But uh, but either, either way, saw when it was coming out. I, lo- I was like, oh, the Little Rascals, because I like the original Little Rascals. I was a weird kid. Like, Three Stooges, Little Rascals, Monsters, I Love Lucy. Yeah. Gilligan's Island. Yep. Yep, Gilligan's Island. Big fan of that. Uh, Taxi. Big fan of Taxi. I didn't watch Taxi Taxi because Andy Kaufman creeped me out. Yeah. He's a creepy dude. Mm -hmm. But Christopher Lloyd was in it. Big fan of Angels in the Outfield in Camp Nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. He was also in a movie called uh, The Adams Adams Family. Family. Something like that. (laughs) Camp Nowhere is more where I know him from. You remember that movie? You, you were great, you were great as Uncle Fester. Can't remember where. I don't know. I don't know the name too. It was. Ba- you remember the movie Heavyweights? 
where the oh, you've talked you about, this, about this conspiracy theory, theory that they're direct, direct uh, uh, sequels. sequels. Uh, and they clearly are. He plays the exact same character. <laughs> but uh, 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 Ben Stiller does. But So Heavyweights is a movie about a fat camp. Well, this is a movie about kids who just wanted to leave their family for the summer, but they wanted to have like fun and not go to an actual camp. So they paid them. They paid this homeless guy or this vagrant to be their camp counselor, and then they just rented out a camp, took the money that it was for camp, and just rented out this big house. Great, great movie. Ended up having to have a fake camp. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, it's no Sandlot, but... No, a few things are. Yeah. That's a great movie. I love it. Let me call me being pop. Put your you a true play. Yeah, you can tell it's getting late because we're singing. We're singing. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, so Nick, on that note, uh, we've exceeded our 30-minute time limit once again. Okay, you're also getting this real cool echo effect in your microphone again. How long has that been going on for? Just a little bit. Perfect. It's it's going away. Okay, great. It's done. Uh, it's okay. We Things need to happen. buy more expensive equipment, which means we need advertisers. We do. If anyone would like to sponsor the Pillow Talk uh, podcast. Okay, well, first, we need more listeners first. So okay. please if tell a friend. Would like to listen to the Pillow Talk podcast. <laughs> like us on Facebook. Follow yeah. us on Twitter. And give us a five-star rating on iTunes, please. Yeah. Yeah. Follow Be us on Instagram. one of the two. Yes. And uh, if anyone knows the Chicago Podcast Collective. Uh, <laughs> or if anybody can get Usador the, the Wizard on our show. Uh, Maybe we just need guests, Bill. Can we get, like, moderately... Like, <laughs> the twelfth moder- realm of Ephesians. <laughs> and then I'm like, I need a goat! <laughs> <laughs> I need another goat! <laughs> they were conjuring an image, and he needed a goat, and so you could just hear Eustor yell in the bar, I need a goat! Why is she in a bathtub? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it's great. Yeah, if you aren't listening to Hello from the Magic Tavern, um, stop listening to us now and Please. go listen. And just go listen to them. Yeah, <laughs> and then come back to us when you've consumed all 63 episodes of their podcast. And you're like, I want to see what mediocre podcasting's like. I forgot what a crappy podcast sounded like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, here yeah. it is. This is it. Oh. <laughs> these, <laughs> these two idiots. <laughs> this the, These okay. guys are not chunt, that's for sure. Chunt's up with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very it's also a What's term a chunt? Of, it's term of it's a term of endearment to call someone a chunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you clearly pronounce the ch. Yeah. Yeah, you have to use the ch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Nick, on that note, we're gonna tell everyone goodbye. I'll see you chunts later. <laughs> Bye chunts. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> But what of the things that we've shared? What of all the, the sweet words that you spoke in private? Oh, uh, well... Well, that's just what we call Pillow Talk, baby. Thank you for listening to the Pillow Talk podcast. The theme song to Pillow Talk is Carrie Says All Right by The Hard Lessons. Find more information on them at thehardlessons.bandcamp.com. Visit us on the web at Local Flavors. I forgot. <laughs> at Local Flavors Productions.net. Thank you for listening to Pillow Talk. <laughs>